you have. Wonder what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want, and yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already. The influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Godmode. All right, welcome back to Godmode.、Uh, first thing, we're going to announce a public speaking engagement fee structure because a lot of people have been asking, and I think、uh, it's more realistic to, you know, not engage with everyone, but、um, letting people know that there's a fee structure attached so that we can service those who are absolutely serious and、uh, would. Absolutely benefit from our message, you know, with their audience. So,、um, with the upgrade speaking engagement fees, the first hour with us is one hundred thousand U.S. dollars, and the second hour on is fifty thousand dollars. So you could book, you know, five hours.、Um, you could book, you know, two hours. You could book, I don't know, ten hours, but a maximum of ten hours. So, yeah. That's that's. I think the first thing,、um, the reason I bring this up is a lot of people want us to speak on their stage, and、um, it's typically not something that, well, it's not something we previously considered to be a main thing we do because we have our own trainings and people pay and come to our trainings. And as you guys know, we have trainings anywhere from a hundred bucks to a million dollars. Our private coaching program is a million dollars for eight hours. Really, the core hours are eight hours. So, if people are asking us to go speak, this is actually kind of a discounted rate, right? You look at how like people's responses when you have gone to these events and spoken. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I, I liked it. I went to a you know various bunch of different conferences before, and I was here to like learn something." And then out of nowhere, it's like, "Where is your mind?" Actually, the the real issue. You go to a conference. I want some data. I want to be learned. I want to teach.、Uh, I want someone to teach me something new. But then to come away with it with this completely altered perspective and like it makes any conference look very good. The funny thing is, a lot of conferences、um, invite the same speakers, and speakers go to another's, you know, conference and speak at someone else's, and it's all the same speakers, even though there are different events. So it's like, why would I go to any events when it's the same group of guys saying the same thing? So,、um, yeah, we would love to help. I think that、uh, if you guys were to want, if any of you listening want us to、uh, engage with you and speak on your stages, this is the fee structure. And、uh, every year, we just like normally we up our price for you know just. Most of our programs,、um, this one will stay for a year because we just announced it. So next year we'll probably up it to us, you know, another amount. Definitely.、Um, let's talk about our topic today. Oh yeah, it's a good one. I'm stoked. Yeah. We uh we just did a little this this afternoon, enticed our unconscious mind, kind of seduced it with some things. You and Cherish wanted to go to what's the name of the automotive place again?、Uh, it's it's a car company. It doesn't matter which one. I think locally, good, good one, like a luxury, you know, car group that is really awesome. And my wife actually texted me saying, 
hey, I'm going to go to this place. You need to come with me. And at first I'm like, okay, I, I will. It, it took me a second. I was like, why am I going? I'm like, all right, I'll go. Um, my wife wants to go look at some range, not range, sorry. She wants to go look at some Rolls Royce. Um, and I wanted to go look at some Lamborghinis. And previously I had bought a Lamborghini Huracan STO and the dealership, um, good friends, good people, they were like, hey, in order to buy this, because everyone wants to buy the STO, you need to actually buy another Lamborghini. And I was given two choices. One was the Lamborghini Huracan Evil as, you know, the other car or the Lamborghini uh, Urus SUV. And I was like, no, I don't want an SUV, right? But then fast forward a few months, I'm like, I want my own SUV, <laughs> yeah. right? I want a little bit more space because most of my cars are sports cars that have very little space. And so my wife was like, hey, I want to go look at some, you know, Rolls Royce. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go with you. I'm going to go look at some Lamborghinis because I'm going to see if I can, you know, switch my Huracan Evil Spider to a Urus. Long story short, why did we even go? Because when you put yourself in an environment that entices you with, you know, installing new desires, your mind's like, how do I get this? Yeah, that's what I, uh, I'm feeling right now. It's, a, it's an interesting feeling. Um, you say it a lot in our trainings. If you're lacking motivation, you're really lacking data. So go out and collect more data. Now, sometimes it's not always feasible to maybe go to the vacation spot, the international spot that you want to, but look as many Google pictures as you want or YouTube. There's plenty of sources. The internet, it's amazing to help us find that, right? But us putting ourselves in that environment today, sitting in that, uh, that Porsche 911, the turbo, as soon as I sat down, I was like, yeah, okay. It's like a reconfirmation. And I'm looking at motorcycles tomorrow too, because I really want a new motorcycle. Um, but yeah, it's about that data feeling, right? Sometimes people feel like, oh, if I can only be motivated towards it, I'm not getting the motivation. And it's like, go collect the data for it. Really entice and seduce your unconscious mind so your imagination works for you. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have data to construct, uh, you know, you don't have the molecules, you don't have all of the, the, the things that actually make that a reality in your mind, it's just a vague picture. Maybe not even a picture. Maybe it's just like a very vague feeling. You're not going to get motivated by it. But if you go and collect data, I sat in the car, I turned on the car, I wrapped the engine, I felt the steering wheel, I smelled the leather, I looked around, I looked at the screen, I know how the touch, you know, the touch screen works. I know the buttons. I know the, the even the wood grain. How was that? How did that look like, feel like, sound like, smell like? All of that, right? And And the space in the car and how I felt when I press my back on the seat and, and when I move the seat, you know, and, and apparently the uruses, many of them have massage seats. Um, how does that feel like? And, you know, when you turn on track mode, how does the car sound like? Does it sound different? Yes, it immediately does. All of that, you wouldn't have known firsthand have you not actually gotten that data. So to build these desire and chain these desires together, you find yourself having an opportunity to grow and become literally more enticed by what you want. 
And when you do, all of a sudden your mind, see, the game is not about being more materialistic or not. The game is about getting your unconscious mind really sold on the idea of you achieving your goals. Yeah, we've talked about that on previous podcasts. Whether you think it's materialistic or not, we're not here to challenge someone's beliefs on that. I guess in a way we are, right? However, we really want you to begin to feel like I deserve this, right? That feeling like you can have this, whether it's an old belief or not. And if you get that data, if you truly begin to figure out what you want and then you collect the data at the same time, that will enhance a belief. Maybe a belief that you didn't even know that you wanted something, right? I remember we've we've talked to our clients who were like said they weren't motivated by supercars. All good, right? But then they came with us to an event, they sat in a supercar, they're like, I don't know. I feel pretty good about that now. Like a guy's yeah, I really motivation. want it now, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, your purpose with that, just that one thing is like, can you, can you, if you get that data, can you have a different feeling about it? Because maybe you've never sat in a Ferrari and heard that engine roar. Maybe you never sat in that Tesla that you wanted, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Getting your mind so motivated. So your imagination starts to work for you. Because I believe, and I know you believe this too, our imagination is one of our superpowers as human beings. Of course. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's the force that, you know, the combination of the willpower and imagination, when you combine, you're able to bring what you want into reality. But most people only have one of them, if they even have one of them, right? Many people only have one of them and, and they don't know how to combine the two. But when you're able to, when you actually understand how the, that the two works, this is like the, the masculine force that literally can bring life when it combines with the feminine force of imagination. The willpower and the imagination together brings a creation into the physical. So I think a lot of people, if given the opportunity to experience, you know, something that will build this desire and, and therefore give them, you know, what Michael's saying, imagination, if you have this imagination and this willpower to go for what you want and you're able to combine the two without, now, without data, that's very hard to do. If you have data, right, it's easy for your imagination to go off and be like, well, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this with this. So when you have willpower and imagination working together, magical things do occur. Dude, I mean, even leaving that dealership, I walked in and I had a moment, like it just... Cause I have photos of different supercars on like my rotating, uh, you know, computer wallpaper. And so I'll see that. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's a really good, you got to start somewhere with enticing the unconscious mind. But it had been a while since I'd like gone into that. Cause I remember the first time we had gone to that dealership before I was still, uh, driving my RAV4 as an example. Right. So I love my car. Great Toyota. But also I went today and come into the room, gigantic showroom with all of these exotics, Ferraris, Lamborghinis. And I had just like a, like a moment, like I was just stunned. I was like, I want this. And now I know that I can have it because now I have a much nicer car I was able to buy. Now I'm getting in my Tesla, not because I need that for any other purpose, but you do need it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I want to feel that way when I get into it, I want to feel fantastic. And that's what it does for me. Like I feel great anytime I'm going somewhere, if I'm going to pull up somewhere, I'm like, I feel great. I feel confident in myself. And that's what those things do. It's like, you've got to come at some point to the table and say, what do I right now believe that I deserve? 
And then where have I been kind of deciding in other categories of my life that, oh, I, I don't want need this or I don't want that because I don't deserve it. Because if you can change that, the way that you feel, it, it's unbelievable. I, we left and I, I called my girlfriend and I was just like, I just am on cloud nine right now. Like, I'm just like, I'm so motivated. I have all these things that before I was, they were conceptual, but then even just going and just seeing it, you can look at pictures. That's one thing. But like you said, feel the leather, take the, take the time to like rev the engine. And like, this is literally on the other side of a handful of small, smart steps you need to make. And then boom, suddenly this is your life. Yeah. And so those things, they entice you, they motivate you. So we're coming back from this buzzing that right there the enticement that feeling of being enticed that desire coming from your unconscious is what actually caused you to make something real because think about it like if we step back think about it for a moment i went and sat in that lamborghini and i'm like oh my gosh i want this that desire immediately no notice and recognize this desire is not conscious it's my unconscious mind being like i want this it's like when the dog sees a steak, my dog sees a steak, salivates, really want it. It's an unconscious desire. And so when I was sitting in there, it was an unconscious desire that's been built up for decades, right? Through all of my life experiences, through all of the things I experienced, that to me is extremely desirable. So as I sat in it, my unconscious mind's like, can't we just take this home? I want this, I want this, I want this. And I'm like, yes, you can. Give me what I want first. And so that began, that begins the, the game of, you know, negotiating with the unconscious and saying, hey, now you're going to use, you know, I'm going to be able to minimize the need for willpower. And you're going to be able to utilize the power of imagination and or all of your skills and everything you got to help me create this. Because when willpower and imagination, when there's a, a um, imbalance, right? When there's significantly more willpower that's needed, not enough imagination, it's going to take a lot of like work, right? Because you're lacking data, lacking desire. But when you're able to elevate and have more desire, have more of that data, you can supply less willpower because I don't have to force myself to want that Lamborghini. I don't, like I love it. I sat in it. I'm like, I just can't stop. My unconscious mind can't stop, but think about it all. Like literally right before we jump into this, I'm like, I really want that car. And I, you guys look over, I'm still looking at videos of it and giggling oh, yeah. over here. Right. You were giggling like in yeah. a, but in a very like, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm down. So I want this Lamborghini, you know, that was how I felt after we went to Fort Lauderdale. I'd never once considered a yacht. I'm like, I don't know. That's what billionaires have. Yeah. You know, it's like I and I, maybe I could get like a like a boat, like a nice fishing. I don't know something. Then we went to Fort Lauderdale and we were walking on huge. I mean, like 160 foot long yachts. I'm mega yachts, 20 million dollars, 50, 100 million dollars. And you're looking at the staterooms and you're looking at the incredible wood that the tables are carved with and all this thought and this detail. And I was like, OK, I, I want this like I want now. I know I want the princess. let's go to the boat show next year again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's have a boat there. Yeah. Mm, let's have <laughs> yeah, a boat let's, there. Uh, Princess X95. I mean, I know details now. So this is something inevitably that comes into my life because I started adding some some pixels. And, and then that, from there, now I got dialed in. And that's like a skill set to know the details too. It's a yeah. skill set to know the details about whatever it is that you want. And that skill set will translate in other areas of your life. And I also think it was 
I'm sure many people probably just got so much by you doing this with the hands. I'm sure plenty of people, because I've felt that way before where the masculine energy, and it's not so much like whether you're a guy or girl, because we all have the masculine energy. The willpower is too much. It's like, it feels like that's where the struggle comes in. Mm. You're going too hard. You're, you're pushing so much. You're grinding so much with just willpower and you're not enticing your unconscious mind enough with the imagination of what you think is truly want. And that's, we say so often it's not in the things you can or can't do it's in the things you never considered doing before meeting you at the training i never considered going and enticing my unconscious mind in the ways that i've learned i've never considered that and many of our clients they they have that same kind of reaction to us they tell us like i never considered doing that you know and once they have then they got the imagination and the willpower together it's like that's when it really takes off because as you said the imagination starts to really take over and entices it yeah, and something about willpower, it's not like forcing ourselves to do stuff. The willpower is used for design. Willpower is there to design what we want, to define what we want, to literally decide what we want instead of forcing ourselves. So by knowing specifically what we want by design, you actually have an easier time gathering data and having an easier time going for what you want. Because to, to get the imagination to do the other work, to really do the rest of the work, if you're precise with your decision, precise with your design, you're going to have an easier time. So many people, though, to piggyback what you just said, when we've said this many times, right, on this podcast and many in previous ones, if our operating system is outdated and we're using the willpower incorrectly, then we're just using will force. We're using force with it rather than, as you said, the design to know what you want. Because I've used willpower with force behind it. And I know many people have you too. But if you know how to design it with certain skills and resources like we teach in the training, that's when you can get the magic going. Yeah. And then there's the opposite spectrum, right? There are people out there, they're like, just accept, allow, allow the universe to give you what, what is yours. And I'm like, that sounds, <laughs> I mean, where's the will? That's like just, I mean, there are so many things I could say about this. Yeah. Well, and I think people see it online. There are uh, entire content f like rabbit holes uh, all over TikTok and Reels where it's like, that's a piece of it. And it's good that for the first time, I think that there are a lot of people that are kind of having a, like they're, they're waking up a little bit. They are wanting to, to, they're asking the right questions, but that's like the, the piece of ice sitting on top of a snowball on the surface of the tip of the iceberg. It's just like there's other aspects to it and it's actually still just as simple, but there you gotta kinda know what you're doing. I, I think there's a good way to put it. It's like imagine if every single person who wants to have a relationship with you, you say yes. That's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's I mean a, like- That's a data overload, sensory overload. And not to mention potential trauma and who knows what, like terrible fits and all that, right? If people don't know what they want in a relationship and they just say yes to every single person who's available, that's terrible. They're going to waste their precious romantic, I mean, opportunities, right? Same thing with the unconscious mind. If we don't have willpower to design and decide what we want, it's just like whatever like a ship drifting in the ocean with no direction. 
Yeah. And ships are, to go off that, ships are designed to go from port to port. Designed to take you from one destination to another destination. They're not just made to go in the ocean and just drift and bob up and down, right? So how There are a lot of drifters out there in this world. (laughs) And the more that you say the whole, if you have that macro program for yourself, like just let go, just accept, just go with everything like that. Now, when you go through that emotional roller coaster in your life and you're wondering why am I going through this emotional roller coaster in my life? It's because you're in this program where you're not taking control. You're not focusing on what you really want. You're not designing, right? So as you design, you'll find that you're able to minimize and mitigate those risks in life, those unpredictabilities. And so really what we're saying here is very simple. If you're listening carefully, you're you're going to notice that as you design and make decisions that are very strategic and long-term, you'll find that it's easier to leverage your imagination. And the two together, you'll be a master of creation. And it gets better, right? Uh, if you entice it with desire, then you're going to be able to minimize the will, power needed. You're going to be able to, and if you give it that data, you're going to have a lot of data. So also less imagination to have to do. The desire is the X factor that gives you an ease and, and a level of ease that is almost unimaginable. So I would definitely say this episode, if you take any, anything at all away from this, build the desire. Yeah. And I think, you know, Napoleon Hill wrote about it and think and grow rich. What is one of the main the common first. attributes that all those successful people that he studied for 25 years was, was their imagination. It's one of the principles he wrote about. And desire was the first. Desire was the first, right? So, I mean, this is, we know it innately. Like I feel human beings know this innately, that it's a skill set. Like when we're children, we're, you know, we have that theta, that imagination as we're growing up. We know that it's there for us. As human beings, as we grow older, maybe we, we lose it just a little bit. So mm. it's there for us. And it's a, it's a superpower, like you said. It's a tool to make the most amazing things in your life happen. It's also used uh, on us. Like, take this uh, as an example. So this phone case, I'm going through the airport. I stop inside one of the tech stores. And it's just like you've got all kinds of people that are trying to get your attention, right? And so for the most part, you're not going to, I wouldn't necessarily buy something from like a kiosk or kind of a mall salesman or whatever, but the guy knew how to entice me into wanting something. He goes, let me see your phone. Let me see your case. Takes it off, puts this on there. And then suddenly he's like, yeah, like this could go for four days. And I was not, I was not about to buy a phone case, but I felt it. Mm. And so I was able to now see use cases where it made sense. See, the guy did a phenomenal job selling me on it. And we can do the same thing with our unconscious mind. We can sell it, broker with it, negotiate it by saying, how awesome was that? You want this? That's the key of this episode, right? Build up the desire through various means. Find things that you really want. It's a very pleasurable experience to go seek out what you really want. Treat yourself and then learn the pattern of what actually entices you. And then over time, you'll know exactly how to motivate your unconscious mind effectively, efficiently, and it minimizes your need for willpower and it maximizes the outcome that, you, that you'll have. Thank you for listening. We'll see you and or we'll talk in the next episode. See you later. Yep.